Within a quarter century, non-biological intelligence will match the range and subtlety of human intelligence. It will then soar past it because of the continuing acceleration of information-based technologies, as well as the ability of machines to instantly share their knowledge. Intelligent nanorobots will be deeply integrated in our bodies, our brains, and our environment, overcoming pollution and poverty providing vastly extended longevity, full immersion virtual reality, incorporating all of these senses, like the Matrix, experience beaming, like being John Malkovich, and vastly enhanced human intelligence. The result will be an intimate merger between the technology-creating species and the technological evolutionary process it spawned. But that is just the precursor. Non-biological intelligence will have access to its own design and will be able to improve itself in an increasingly rapid redesign cycle. We'll get to a point where technical progress will be so fast that unenhanced human intelligence will be unable to follow it. That will mark the singularity. Welcome to Across the Margin, the podcast where we take you beyond the margin, behind the scenes of the online magazine and deeper into the stories. Um, First off, being the first podcast of 2017, I want to wish all the listeners a very happy new year. Uh, Glad to have you with us. Um, Got a lot of fun podcasts lined up. We actually have have probably three tapings this month, so it's going to be some fun stuff. Um, That intro I read to set up this podcast here were some words by... uh, Ray Kurzweil um, about the the singularity, and um, that is what we are gathered here today to talk about. Um, and to do this, I um, I employed the help of two sage minds. Uh, first, I'd like to welcome back to the podcast uh, Brian Saxon, who was with us a couple podcasts ago, and will be with us um, a whole bunch more moving forward. Brian, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for uh, having me back, man. Absolutely, let's do this and. Since me and Brian do need help in um, in talking about these this 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 intense topic, we have with us Rurik Peterson, who has been in information technology for over twenty years across a slew of different industries, from desktop to support to system administration. Administration. Currently, he is involved in uh, cloud-based solutions, and basically he's our resident tech nerd for the podcast. So uh, 
Rurik, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, God, I do sound like a nerd when I listen. Yeah. To nerd is a good word around yeah. here. Yeah, it's we good. no, we use we use nerd as a compliment on this. We actually, I don't know if you've checked back and seen some of our podcasts. We've done like full science fiction podcasts, and you know, we I've listened to a few, but I haven't gone through. Your yeah, we, we we nerd out. Yeah, I know. I gotta go through it. Yeah, don't don't be shy I mean, about. No, like Pokemon. No, 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 no. We're cool like nerds. Good nerds. <laughs> Damn. All right. Yeah, yeah I yeah. hate Pokemon. I thought, yeah. Yeah. No, I do hate Pokemon. Oh, no, man. <laughs> I see some kids. I mean, I know they're bugging out on that, but people have fun. There's something. I, I don't know if I they're can't. still playing. I hear they're not really playing. Oh, is it? Is it already dim? Yeah, it, d- it dove pretty quick. And okay. Trying to conjure up ways to drum it up because it was off the charts when it dropped. Things went nuts. Yeah. Did you see that little like like Central Park thing where all the cars like converged right. on the park? Yeah. <laughs> I I found it yeah, weird that people were having issues with the fact that people were having fun with it. Yeah. Like I saw a lot of people on social media talking shit on adults that were playing this. This game. I like, find whoa, there's whoa. something very cool about the internet, inner like, you know, the, the the combination of technology and the real world. They're running around the real world at least, right. out of their home, right. Right. you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's something. Yeah, that's there. Uh, they call that AR as opposed yeah. to VR. It's an augmented reality, or right? alternate reality. Yeah, Alter- like yeah. something over the top mm-hmm. of what you really see, right? It's yeah. not VR, which we're about to be drowned in. It's yeah. already trickling out. Sure. It's going to be the thing, and. Uh, you know, where that closes you off, totally. puts you someplace else, you know? But I think, this, is, I think is, that idea is something, augmented reality, or the, would you say alternate reality, is something that could be huge, though, moving forward. If the, like Google Glasses or something get big, like, I, I almost see it in marketing, like when you're looking out there, things popping up at certain times, and I don't know. Right, yeah. well, one of, uh, one of the things that, that I'm into is the, and I was talking about it with some of my friends that I ski with, Mm-hmm. And we were talking about it like years ago that in the future they're going to have goggles that, you know, have like GPS coordinates like in your goggles and they're already coming up with it. So yeah. you can see where you're. So if every if you're with a group of people that are skiing on a mountain, uh, everyone is wearing these goggles. There's like a sensor in it, which lets you know where your friends are on the mountain, clocks your speed. Uh, reads the terrain for mm-hmm. you if you like conditions aren't that good. So, yeah, that's a form of. AR right there. Yeah. Is, yeah. I mean, there's going to be a point where that's not even a goggle thing. I mean, and that's yeah. kind of where this conversation is going to go. It's, I mean, that could be just in our eye or in our brain or something like that at but, some point. Yeah. Right. Assuming, yeah. like, at some point, you, every child, once they hit, like, the age of one, the implant gets some, like, <laughs> weird, like, fucking shot into their, into their retina. And it's just, uh, now you're just, <laughs> yeah. You're, right. you're just slowly becoming a robot. That's so. That's yeah. I mean that that does lead us in pretty well because um, you're going towards being a robot or a robot. I mean, what like the singularity? It's 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 you hear about it so much right now, and um, I, I, I guess it's you know, and, and a lot of our listeners do know this, but like let's kind of define what what is the singularity? Is, is anyone want to jump off on that? Uh, yeah. I mean, they, you, they, they, it used to be. I think, uh, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago, 16 years ago, when Kurzweil mm-hmm. was really hot and still, he's around, you know, but like all this stuff started to really pick up around, uh, you know, kind of the end of the 90s and 2000s, people start talking about the singularity. And uh, uh, I mean, a singularity in in the technological sense. Yes, it's kind exactly. of like, 
eventually computing power hits this point where it starts to accelerate exponentially, way beyond what humans can do, and dwarfing our own intelligence, yeah. like what we can do. But and, yeah, it's not only the point where it does pass our intelligence, it's the fact that it keeps continually advancing, right? It's, I mean, it's singularity, the idea right. of it is something moving towards infinity. I mean, like a... You know, they, we are speaking of technologically singularities, but there are a lot of different singularities. You know, we were talking about earlier gravitational singularities where the gravitational field of a celestial body becomes infinite in a way that it does not depend on, on a coordinate in the system. It just keeps moving like a black hole, like you right. were saying. So from my understanding is it's not just that point where it passes intelligence it's when it keeps well right? I mean, there's I right? no end to it okay, it's, yeah. it's like well we that we know of like mm-hmm. we we conceptualize uh, of a singularity but it can we it's it's a concept right like we haven't experienced it we don't really kind of know what it is mm-hmm. like, well, but but it's the idea that yeah once you hit that point where it's exponential it's gone yeah. like it is way past you and uh, th- I think the idea behind singularity is, in a sense, like that ends history, right? It ends, like, it's it. That's great. I mean, I know Kurzweil so, talks so, about yeah, it, so, like so, like man and machine melding. Right. That's, that's, that's yeah. his big thing. Boom. He talks about like, uh, about, what are they, nanotodes, and just like right. going to the brain. I mean, his a lot of his talk is very optimistic too. It's, it's, like, he has a very optimistic. Yeah, I mean, so here he's talking about the end of pollution, the end right. of like once once this. Thing comes, he sees it as a big merger, but that that definitely isn't the yeah, case. I, yeah, I just wanted to back up a second because mm-hmm. from what I knew of Singularity, it is Kurtzwill's. I think that's the first time I really you know I actually heard looked this it. up today. The uh, the t- first time the term I'd like to get back to what you're saying. The term which used that 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 I was able to find was in 1958 by a Hungarian American mathematician John Van Neumann. Who had some quote about ever accelerating process of technology and changes in the mode of human life, which gives the appearance of an approaching of approaching some essential singularity cannot continue. Or think there's missing words, but they, there was it was a warning. There was some sort of warning. Yeah, not, that right. was the first so, time I found it. Yeah, right. I'd so, say Kurzweil is definitely the kind of the modern popular, grandfather. Yeah, yeah. Of, yes, you know, yeah. he's the man. Who, yeah. So, so my understanding was that that singularity. Is that is that moment? It's not like it's not infinity. It's it's the it's moment, the moment they, that that we that we that we take the next step in our evolution, where we are combined with technology in some sort of physical or mental form. So where computers, where robots mm-hmm. are kind of like melding with our our DNA. They're melding with our our minds. They're melding with our our lifestyle, but I, I think like you're already, you're already seeing that. You're already seeing the steps of that right now. Yeah. Like you're seeing like it, when we look back on it years from now, you'll you'll say like, well, at one point like everyone was walking around with like a computer yeah. in their hand, like this godlike ability right. to just search whatever you wanted and like find directions and like find out where your friends are and all these things. Like that could be construed as as that is the beginning of. Singularity, even yeah. though it's technically not. I th- and I do think that singularity, I mean, in its kind of definition, and I think what's anticipated is it's literally going to be a like a point in time where all of a sudden this takes off and the change is so rapid 
and so utterly changing that it's like, you know, I mean, in a way, so it's like passing through the black hole. We don't really yeah. know what's going to happen. Right. It's going to be crazy. You yeah. know, like things are really going like, to take Yeah, when you were saying like the end of it. history, almost like everything before almost doesn't matter because we're right. entering such a new domain that any sort of understanding of what we thought was reality at that point kind of changes. Yeah, are we, right. So are we, are we going to see that in our lifetime? According to Kurzweil, it's 2045. <laughs> Seriously, he's, that's, 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 his, that's his date. And I've he's, seen he's, things he's, as early as 2030. Yeah, um, a lot of 50 to 100 years type yeah. things going on before. Kurzweil does say 2045. 20, but the idea with true singularity is that immortality is essentially reached. You know, if you want immortality, you can have it at that point, yeah. you know. But what sort of in immortality either. I mean right. of course we don't we don't we know, don't know. Like, I mean could it be keeping your body going for yeah. a really long time or uh, even get off the biological that's I mean yeah. another thing I mean I know you were talking about the melding of you know that point with the melding and the computers but like a lot you know I was doing a lot of reading about it today it's also once that intelligent point happens where like the computers do pass a certain level of intelligence of us they might be creating computers that are more intelligent than them and that, you know, like there's, there's different ways to look at what happens at that point. Like right. you're saying, we don't know, but it's, I mean, you know, we imagine it a lot though, right? I oh, mean, yeah. science fiction is filled with Absolutely. just thinking about this kind of thing. Right. Like, what would that mean? What would that do? Most of the time we think it's going to be bad. Yeah. Most of the time we're like, they're going to hate us. And that's probably more of a well, reflection yeah, let me, on how we ask you. Let me ask you both, as on a personal level, I'll start with you, Brian. What, um, are you nervous or are you excited about this prospect? Uh, I would say that, I mean, me, I'm, a, I'm an optimist to begin with. Yeah. I can't go through my life like worrying about you know, climate so change. Personal... Or, even though I do care about these things. Yeah. I care that we're destroying the planet. Uh, I care that we are possibly creating sentient beings like we're, we're seeing the very beginnings. You ever see that video of like the, uh, the, I don't know where it was, but like some lab in, in uh, like some university and they created like a robot dog. And like the guy was just, was just um, showing how like you could kick the dog and it, and it like stayed on its feet. And I'm like, why are you kicking this thing? Why are you, why, this will why remember. is that a test? Yeah, <laughs> this will remember when it's, yeah. t- when they like Can murder you. Us. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, um, I think uh, the extinction of the human race is inevitable at some point, uh, whether it's because our star explodes or because an alien life form comes down and, and decimates us and then terraforms our planet, or as I kind of feel, more, most likely artificial intelligence will be like the next top of the food chain. Yeah. And it won't be because... As you pointed out, Rick, in science fiction, it's because they hate us that they control us. No, it is literally a matter of like evolution. When they when they when they become self aware, like the old Skynet theory, when they become self aware and they realize that they are the dominant species and that they can overthrow us. That's and that's that's. Let me challenge you a little bit on that, though. Can I just say that idea? If you haven't watched Battlestar Galactica, they kind of the the robots in there. They see themselves as heirs. The heirs to humanity. Right. And I think that's what you're saying. Right. They would take over. But let me hear your challenge. Well, right? you know, uh, uh, I tend to think about them like an advanced species finding us, right? Right. Uh, you know, you read Cosmos or something like that. And they talk about how, you know, Carl Sagan was definitely of the mind that, like, 
and many other cosmologists are that if an alien species is powerful enough, is advanced enough to do interstellar travel and whatnot, they're not going to come here and stomp us out. You know, that's just, that's us thinking. Right. Like we see us in that, you know, an advanced species that's capable of that has achieved, you know, like the the amount of stuff they would have to go through to get to that point of evolution. Right. They would have already been through the crap we're mired in now. Right. You know? We're still we're still like concerned we could destroy ourselves with nuclear weapons. That's right. still no. a thing. Right. You know, which is one of those kind of critical we moments are, in human I mean, history. we are still peons. We are still well, let me, let we me are still up. very basic. So I, I kind of think just to tie that yeah, off, please, I kind of think up, like just... AI, it's the same thing. Like once that takes off would they actually be like, oh, this thing, or I, I'm going to... We could probably do whatever we want to do. Like, they probably won't care. Or or, or, or they want to guide us, or, or they want to teach us. I don't I, know. I don't know if you're Star Trek nerds, but Star Trek First Contact, they're actually waiting. They're waiting till the warp drive is discovered, and that's when they come down. They, 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 they see yeah. that they've got to a point where they can come and talk to us. We, which we, is the prime directive in Star Trek. Trek. Never yeah, mess meddle. with a fam, no. with, a, with, a, with uh, you know, any sort of species that yeah. can't travel so, in space. Right. Like, warp drive. Right. What you were saying about all these, um, what you'd have to go to, I was actually going to bring this up later, but you just led me there real perfectly. Um, all these things you have to go to to get to that point where you take off, right? So the world kind of comes together. There's this thing, the, the Fermi paradox, where... Um, it's it's the Fermi paradox is it's basically an idea we all talk about where it's like if this world this not world this this universe is so big it's so big there must be aliens out there there must be you know there must be other species out there but we have the paradox thing is the the contradiction that we have no hard evidence of that so I was I was listening to this physicist uh, Brian Cox this young physicist he's out there a bunch right now and he was answering that by saying. One solution to the Fermi paradox is that it is not possible to run a world that has the power to destroy itself and that needs global collaboration solutions to prevent that. What he's basically saying, since we will never get along to the point where we can reach intergalactic exploration, like maybe nobody has, like maybe it's not possible for civilization to like bar and go butt heads to get to that point where they've taken off. It's, I mean, it's an interesting idea, and it, it sounds like really what you right, were... Right, but by that rationale, like, we never would have made it into space. It's not space. That's different. We haven't... We've basically... We've, like, thrown a rocket up at the... At right. The yeah, we like, can't do anything, really. Yeah, you know, it's like... We're, 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 it's like why has really, the space program just... <laughs> no money. Is it. that what it is? It's got to... There's got to be money. And that's one of the critical stages of our civilization, right? We're still squabbling for resources. Right. Like the idea is, is once you, you gotta set get up that, got the which is part of the singularity, it's that idea that all of a sudden you kind of start to solve those essential problems. They're just not problems anymore, you know? Right. So what does that yeah. mean? So you can pri- it's a priority thing. You can prioritize on, on different things because you've handled... I mean, what drove the space race? It, it, was, it was competition. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was, we gotta do it before the Soviets do yeah. it. And so it's doing between we before we did it. We're about to go into another one. It will probably happen. Yeah, another Cold War. Yeah, well, oh. and and We're another, and one, probably right? another space race. But that Some, those are the things way. that move it. Either there's got to be a commercial interest, which yeah. people are trying to find, and they will yeah. find it. That's there. Yeah. You know? 
Um, or there's got to be yeah. a uh, a need of some sort of competition, survival, yeah. you know, whatever. It's a shame it can't just be like a, a higher consciousness. Elon Musk, Elon Musk think of just like a Richard higher Richard thought Richard. of like. I mean, it's still phenomenally expensive. It's yeah. it's prohibitively expensive. Absolutely, but it won't always be. You yeah, know? like there will come a point. Like I mean, Arthur, Arthur C. Clarke, you know, came up with this concept of uh, the the space elevator. You know, you suspend something out in in orbit, and you tether it to the Earth. You know, and one of the possibilities is carbon nanotubes. You can make these, Holy you can shit. make a ribbon stronger than steel. It's like incredible. They can only make, Car- like, wait, hang on, carbon nanotubes? Carbon nanotubes. You link these things together and make a ribbon of this stuff. And uh, yeah, it makes spider silk look yeah. like freaking, yeah. it's, it's amazing stuff. They can't make it very long yet. They can only make these little little pieces of it. But it's kind of getting better all the time, yeah. getting closer. So the idea is centrifugal force. You just kind of spend this thing out in orbit and you run an elevator up and down this thing. It wow. takes a couple of hours. Like you accelerate comfortably, you know, like blasting. It's and wait, wait, wait. So what's, what's up there? Is it like a revolving restaurant? It's yeah, so like, it it's would like take. It's like the space needle. It's, 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 yeah, yeah, it's the space yeah, needle. Yeah, yeah. No, but that's that's There's funny. definitely a Starbucks there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, uh, <laughs> of course. And McDonald's. They, they. But it's funny because like the only way we think about getting into space, me before even hearing that, is just like shooting these fireworks off into space. It's really the only way we can do it. Right it's now. the only way we can do I mean, it. Can but I've never thought that. about the possibility of even some other way. Yeah. That's crazy. Clark was the man. He really, yeah. like, he, geo, synchronous satellites uh-huh. and all those things. He was always thinking about cool shit. That's cool amazing. Stuff. So, just... The, so that, and that's undoable, but it's a possibility. It's one of those yeah. things you could, you could do. It. So, just the singularity, just to kind of reel back in a little bit, the the benefits, the thing... I mean, we've, we've, we talked about it being a form of evolution, but, like, if if, if it were to go great... I mean, we're t- we're talking about just just a dynamic change in in our entire existence, where you know maybe we can you know delete disease, pollution gone, not even a problem. We're starting to think about big bigger things and 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 what the next phase for the existence of our consciousness is. Like, what's where do what's the best thing that happens? We survive. Uh, yeah, they don't kill. But is it us anymore? Is are it we us humans anymore? anymore? Well, that's what but, I, I was kind of leaving. Go on. We, what we are right now is not like what we will always be. We're right. in a constant state of evolution. So this idea that like, like whenever you hear someone, uh, I don't know. I was at a I was at a New Year's party. My parents had a New Year's party, so I was having a, a lot of discussions with with uh, people in there, like late sixties. The boomers. Or yeah, the boomers. The boomers. And um, one of my one of my uh, my old math teachers from high school is there, and he does not have a cell phone. He doesn't have a cell phone in 2017, and it was crazy. And and like I had I had known that before I went to the party, and I was just like, I can't wait to, you know, can't wait to talk to him because I want to hear. <laughs> because him. there's no other fucking way to. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have to see him. I can't call him. Um, so I was talking to him, and. You know, there were a couple of people that were saying, I hate seeing the kids walking around like this, where they have their face in their phones. And it's just like, well, kids, you, you know, back in my day, kids used to be out and playing this and that. I'm just like, yeah, but that is this. You, I'm just like, wait until you see this device in their hands. Yeah on their fucking eyes when everyone is walking around with VR goggles. Or soon in the fucking head as we were saying. Yeah, or like floating in some fucking pod that like you never interact. 
physically with another human being because you're always in this constant state of augmented or VR or virtual reality. Yeah. So like this idea that like, well, we're human beings and this is like what human beings are. Like, no, this is what human beings are in their state of evolution right now. And yeah. because of singularity, because of technology, it, it, we could be drastically different in 50 years. By the time like we are on our... By the time we're hitting the age that our parents are, are dying off at, say like 85, 90 years old, our lifespan could be increased by like another 100 years because of technology. Mm. And like what human beings are turning into, what we are evolving into because of technology is completely like changing our entire dynamic. Yeah. If, if that makes any sense. I guess, I guess, no, I guess you're, you're to say who's to judge. Like, like why, why is that kid on their phone that's what you're saying is that just like you know the picture of evolution of the up ape right. getting upright maybe right. a part of our evolution is is this phone right and and like it is you know maybe this evolution thing is something to think about it that going towards the singularity is evolution meaning as us into whatever comes is just like it's a comparison between apes and homo sapiens like it's just you know when we become, I guess, I guess where I'm going is the idea of human consciousness being uploaded. Right. Well, mm. so, so yeah. Cause so I want to talk about so that good, so, a little bit. So a like, good point is if you look at, if you look at millennials, particularly millennials that are, I mean, I don't even know if they would be millennials now, but if you look at like teenagers and you see them out in public, they're on their phones and groups and they're not communicating with each other, but they are communicating People are communicating with yeah. these devices. So this idea that like that we're that we're changing, that human beings are changing. And look, I'm all for you go out to dinner, you're with a group of friends, you haven't seen them in a while, put your fucking phone down and like, yeah, talk to them face to face. Yeah, but, but you're an old man. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm an old I'm an old curmudgeon. Like I think like these devices, we do communicate with them. They, they are like a method for touching other human beings in a way that like previous generations aren't completely understanding. So I've always had, I knowing what's in these phones, I can't believe anyone's talking to each other anymore. Knowing what you can act like that's, I, I don't, I try not to give people a hard time about like losing themselves in phone in whatever situation. Cause what is available now through this little piece of machinery, it's, Mind bending, and it just right. happened within ten years. Now you have this 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 capability. Uh, anybody there. remember the Apple Newton? Yeah, like the Apple Newton. I don't. Like well, was, that was in that was in job that was in Steve Jobs. It was right? in Steve Jobs. Yeah. So oh, that yes. was the, that was the second that was the second act. Yeah. Where he there was no is it the second act? Yeah, where he was. It was a second release. They did that that, that right. thing. Right. Well, no, 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 no. Uh, because that was his other company after he. After oh, he was right, yeah. kicked yeah. out of what is the new? Can we say what the Newton is? What is the Apple Newton? The Newton. It was kind of the first tablet PDA thing. Yep. You know, and way ahead of its time. Yeah. Um, and uh, but not it didn't catch. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's just the technology wasn't there. You see this all the time in tech. You right. see these ideas that happen, but it's just the backbone, the right. foundation just isn't there yet. You know, and so it can't happen. The sure. Apple Newton was one of them. Gotcha. Just kind of died. But nowadays, obviously, if you have one, you're like the coolest dude yeah, in the world. So, so wait, what's the what's the point of the? I'm sorry, I just like missed the point of. I know the, I, the, I, mute, the Newton. Bring up the Newton. For what were we talking about? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. 
Can I can I can we scroll on about my human my, my uploading? Of yeah, 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 really. Yeah, yeah. I'm really curious. I want to I want to get both your thoughts about right. this because like I think this is a big part of the singularity to me is the idea, the exciting part of the singularity to me is the idea of immortality in some ways. So there is a lot of different ways to look at it, but human consciousness being unlo- uploaded by some means to machines is one of them. And the way I see it, well, the way I see it is there's two ways in which artificial artificial intelligence is achieved truly it's it's by computers surpassing our intelligence and that that way they're you know they're at that point or you know and they continually create more intelligent computers and so on or it's brain emulation where we're uploading consciousness into um, of our brains or our brain activity in some ways to machines and just like is 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 this a possibility and even if it is a possibility, what does that mean? Like that is that arc? Is is that me? Is that my consciousness? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this. Have you any thought? Have you thought about this? I've thought about it a lot. Yeah, tell me what yeah, you think. I mean, about who can't? Who I can't. Think can't. About this is. Uh, that's, I'm sorry right. to dwell on this, but like that blows Plenty, my mind. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Plenty of people can't think about that. I don't know. Nah. Uh, a lot of Trump supporters are not <laughs> laying awake at night thinking like, ah, I just want <laughs> that day. Brain emulation. Yeah. yeah. But tell uh, me that, Rory. I mean, it's it's a yeah, it's a place you kind of gotta be. Want, you kind of gotta want to go. Maybe not. Maybe. Do you, or is it a personal hell? Yeah. Like just know. trapped in your mind. So here's yeah. So the question is, how much of us is biologic? You yes. Know? If you're uploaded, are you a simulation of yourself, or are you you? So let's say, all right. Thank you for, these could, are the questions that I, would, I want to talk about. Yeah, I mean, well, so, so let's assume we could like scan the entire body and know everything totally. down to the At the core of who you are. Everything. everything. Yeah. And utterly be able to render that in. And these, these are things we still don't understand, right? We still don't get how this works. Like I do, I wake up every morning, I'm like, how does this thing freaking work? Banging meat. <laughs> yeah, we're a miracle as is. Let alone it's, a, a it's robot amazing. achieving consciousness. This biological being is a it almost seems more miraculous to me. This is just a wet yeah. You mess, can almost understand because you know? we're right. engineering that. We're right. able to see how that goes on. Whoever, whatever engineered right. this, just fucking crazy. Go ahead. Which, which evolution ahead. would tell us is mistakes? Yeah. Just oh yeah. Millions of mistakes, yeah, and then true. it just kind of kind of goes to whatever you survive, need, right? Yeah. You know. So yeah, mistakes. Um, fuck. So all right. So let's say you could you could replicate you in it's it's almost like the get to back, getting back to Star Trek. It's like the transporter situation, yeah. right? You transport a human being, you break them down, and you rebuild them at the other end. You know, McCoy in Star Trek hated transporters. He was just like it's not. He wasn't comfortable with the idea that it was him coming out the other side, and you wouldn't even know if it was you coming out the other side, and. Does it matter if it's you coming out the other side? So that's the same question, I think, with going into some sort of uploaded state. Yeah. It's possible. I mean, we exist. We've been created. You know, cre- yep. we've, we've, something has brought us together. Yeah, our consciousness has, has come from somewhere. Right. Something, like, so we're real. Can we, so can, in, can we in, trap that in... There, there's, I, I don't know if we have the power, the yeah. energy, you know, all those sorts of things. Or are we... But yes, it's absolutely... Are our consciousness not uploaded right now to something? We're already in a simulation. Yeah, we're, yeah. In, we're in like some fucking... Oh, we... That's a new podcast. Yeah, right. yeah, no, <laughs> no, but I know. I definitely. It's, it's uh, the, the idea of uh, the... Sim- it's, it's amazing. I'm hearing more and more very smart people 
who are complete believers in their fucking simulation. simulation. Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, in a way, it's no different from people being like, I could be in a dream right now. Absolutely. Right? Like, you don't know. It's you, no difference than any other uh, perception of what you believe your reality to it's be. It's the newest version of it, that. Yes. It's the newest version totally. of me being like, all I know is this. Yeah. You know, these, you know, I'm looking out, I'm hearing things, I'm seeing things. Right. It always kind of comes back to that. And so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, as technology improves, as we keep going, we start thinking about new ways that that could be true. Yeah. Right? Like, well, it was stim- simulation. Well, I'm, I'm in a freaking garage in some kid's yeah, the, the, I think computer. the Matrix, really, like, yeah. just the film, the idea of and it. And luckily, that like, 13-year-old Whoa. kid hasn't looked at my sim yet and totally messed up my yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, So far, exactly. I'm good. Yeah. But he hasn't, like, filled my house with toilets yeah. and, like, closed off all the windows <laughs> totally. or whatever. whatever <laughs> stupid. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, busy, he's busy with something else <laughs> right. that is letting us live, yeah. you know? <laughs> Lock the doors and taking the toilets out. Just like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Just wait for him to <laughs> So yeah, that's it's it's an incredibly complex idea. Just the the transfer of consciousness. So I just need to talk about it a little bit. But no, it's good. So retreading some, um, we talked about some of the positives. But like, you know, we do have. I mean, the idea of the negatives of the singularity. It's. I mean, that's pretty simple. You know, extinction, extinction, Judgment Day, um, what, Skynet, Skynet, HKs. Absolutely, hundred killers. Yeah, so like we're all living in a fucking. We're all living in a fucking I love that cave. HKs yeah. came up, man. We're all living in a cave with shotguns while yeah. they like patrol outside yeah. these drones. Um, what I what I was thinking about today, and I was wondering, is if there is something we or or by we I'm saying is engineers can do now to start steering robots and computers in a direction that could create them, you know, kind of not like a code of ethics or whatever, but like kind of steer robots towards some idea of a mutual beneficial relationships. I mean, shouldn't we, if we believe that uh, robots are going to achieve some sort of super intelligence, we have control now. Is there anything we can do now? Is there, is this a silly thought that I'm having? Is the, is there anything we can do right now to, to start prepping the, the, I mean, inserting code wow. of ethics in robots. Is this crazy, crazy talk? Uh. I believe I saw like a a professor or some engineer like like an well, article in Wired or something where some guy was just like, "There's no way that this whole idea that you know um, Stephen Hawkins and like Kurtzwill and and uh, I, Elon Musk came out and said it that like AI will be our downfall." And this guy was just like, "There's there's no, there's no way that this could happen because of how we program these." these uh these machines and i'm like that's so short-sighted that's so short-sighted but you don't know where this technology is going and i am not like a fucking smart i am not a smart person (laughs) (laughs) i'm not a uh, i'm not an engineer i do not know computers well enough i do not know like anything about artificial intelligence where i could say that 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 is a certainty or I could weigh in on that discussion. But, um, I, I do know that like the idea that you're just, you're, you're speaking in, in absolutes like that. Like you can just, te- like you can just control it. Yeah. Like, about like that technology would, that would we be don't able e- to make and take that we don't even know about yet. That's yeah. just so like, especially right. when they start creating it. Well, you know, it's a question of, again, what is intelligence? Like what kind of thing have we created? Right. Are we, have we created automatons? 
that are doing some nefarious thing because we implanted that in them or we left them open to it. Asimov came up with the three rules of robots. Yes, yes right? he did. Yep, yep. It's uh, a robot may not injure a human. See me perk up when you mention uh, Asimov. Through inaction, <laughs> blah, 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 yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, a robot has to obey the orders from a human unless it is to kill another human. Mm-hmm. And then a robot must also protect itself. Unless that conflicts with the first two laws. Right. So it's this thing. But that's yeah. all well and good when you're making a, a machine, maybe even into intelligence a little bit. But I feel like you kind of lose the rope at a certain point. Totally. You know, at a certain point, something truly becomes conscious, intelligent. That's the what that ceases that's, being a thing, an augmentation of you yeah. and its own yeah. its own thing. Um, totally. Great, great. That, that, that's well said. I mean, because I figured there wasn't. But it was, I mean, it's worth talking about just because... And there the might fact, be. I mean, it, I, guess, I guess, yeah, I guess it's... I mean, but like, it, it, I think it is a little naive to think that we can put a fail-safe in the, in, in the thing. But, like, you know, I just, I, I'd like to think about that point where they do start thinking about their own self-interest. And, you know, but I, it, it, it's, 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 well, you know, it, it's, it's such a unique... Situation like it's it's, it's, it can be scary. It can be scary as fuck. So, to think about. Ha- have you heard of like um, uh, robot art? Art that's created by by robots. Uh, robot. I'm I'm just like looking at this thing. Uh, MIT Technology Review. Robot art raises questions about human creativity. I mean, they're base. They're coming up with computer programs now, and they're coming up with robotics that are, are creating not based on a not based on some algorithm. They're coming up with this on their own, these like pieces of, of art that you couldn't distinguish. So there was no program There's no given program. to them to guide their actions while Correct. they were... Wow. Yeah. The weird so, thing is you start getting out of measurables at that point. You, know, you look at an artist and it impacts you. You can come up with all kinds of reasons for it, right? You yeah. can describe things and all this, all the history that went into it, how he changed things, you know. Yeah, the influences. What, what's influence? Right, all these sorts of things. You can wrap, but at the end of the day, it's kind of this intangible thing that you were affected by it. You mm-hmm. know, we can all try to describe it, but we can't. So it's like you could look at a robot creating things, uh, just to be devil's advocate. Right. Does it necessarily give you insight? I mean, and not referring to this specifically, but well, like... Uh, on art, I mean art, uh, like a robot art, like a, ro- a robot. Whether you know that it's a, that it's that it was made by a robot or a human, what does that matter? How are you initially impacted by by the art when you see it? Right. So, say you see the Mona Lisa for the first time, and you're just like, "That's an ama- that's an amazing piece of art." And then someone's just like, "You know what? It was made by a robot." Does the artist's intentions matter? Matter? Wow. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think the art speaks for itself. Maybe. Yes. I don't know. And it I, depends I, on the I, art. I like to believe that the art speaks for itself. When I watch, sometimes when I like read a book or watch a movie or whatever, sometimes I don't want to know right. really what went into it. Because, like, I mean, I don't like biops, like the, the, these films right. about like the musician or something. Like I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't mean to be cold-hearted, but I don't give Look, a fuck. I like the art. Is that, is that by a robot? Google's, Google's neural networks take so, art. Sure. Google's okay. neural networks take unadorned landscape images and hallucinate patterns and objects on top of them. What the fuck is that? So oh, they're yeah, taking yeah. that. Yeah, you can do it with your own face and stuff for a while. Yeah, there uh, are all kinds of really weird. That's right. This but is this is um, this was uh, 
Is this, this is one didn't of I read something too? In, in didn't I read something too we're, about we're looking at something that they don't see? Uh, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'll I'll just explain. Yeah. Basically, they're taking uh they're taking a landscape shot of of like a beautiful vista, and in then there. it's being put through the computer is is quote unquote hallucinating over it. So what? So, what they're, you know, they're, they're, I, if I remember something about this, yeah, uh, they, like people were t- like humans, they turn them into puppies. There was this tendency <laughs> to make to do the hallucination, <laughs> almost like a yo. Think like, about I that. I think that's right. I might be talking on my, my my ass there, but yeah, I think they, there were these weird kind of patterns that show up still yep. with this stuff. Yeah, thirty years from now. That's where we're gonna be. That's where we're gonna be. Dogs. Fucking leash. Right? Yeah. I just pictured a fucking robot walking with me with a leash. Um, yeah. Will you? Will you prefer to be? Would you prefer to be the the uh, subservient, obedient human that lives in a cush house and you're being walked around by your robot, or would you rather be like stuck in a cave, like fighting the HKs? Circling around with their their fucking yeah. drones. No, you fucking. You live in the Kush house, right? No, you fucking you fucking fight back. I it's not, man. Perfect. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. You know that's what's kind of weird about it. Right. Is it doesn't freaking matter. Yeah. yeah. Which is what we're all having. Like, get back to politics just briefly. That's what we're a lot of us are having trouble with right now. It's what's like, that? Shitty stuff happens. Right. And it's just kind of. All good, yeah. You know, in a way, well, in that's a weird for, that's, way. that's for uh, a certain percent of the population. Am I right? For I mean, every, what do you mean? Like just yeah, for but everything affects everyone. And yeah, he. What, I think what you're saying what is saying? Like, the, what do you the, mean? Out- all everything's all good. Everything's not all good. No, no, no. I, everything. I'm confused. I'm something went over yeah, my head. No, 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 everything no. is. Um, Everything is not all good. Right. Yes, for not sure. I'm right. for sure. <laughs> yeah. but, but everything is all good if you allow it to be. Like no, if, no, yeah, that's no, no. I'm saying, man, there, like if you have, if you allow the outer chaos, just the chaos. No, no, we're you, talking. No, we're ta- that's a, a position of privilege that is allowed to what, say that everything's fine. What I kind of meant yeah. was really big picture stuff. Big picture, great. We're looking at totally. blinks. Our life is a blink. Oh, you know, it's a simple yes, no, thing. No, none of it fucking matters. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Okay, we're all yes, I was. Yes. Well, well, it's it's not that nothing matters. Yeah. It's that um, it's that things happen, and we deal with them. Yes. It's not about living a life in comfort. We all want peace. We all want comfort. That's what we strive yes. for. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it's just going to right. be what, what it is. is. You're, what is your idea of comfort, though? Like, I mean, to the top 1%, someone looking at uh, guys like us that, you know, make relatively, have relatively good good lives right. and modest, modest lives, they look at that and they're just like, why would I fucking... Why? Like, I couldn't imagine living living like like those people. But then, if you look at someone that is is digging through garbage in in Bangladesh, you right. are you look down at that and you're just like, I can't imagine that I would ever be like that person. I live in a I'm in a position of privilege. Right. By that same token, that person that is digging for garbage in Bangladesh may look at somebody that is on the street with like no legs and one limb and is crawling around begging for change and like you know what at least I got a fucking job like 
going through this garbage right. and like selling this. I got a business going. So it's all a matter of perspective. Yeah. And yeah, you, I always tend to think that I am in a position of privilege, but I definitely know that there are people like, there were plenty of people that like would look at my life and be like, I don't want that fucking life. I got this like they haven't been out with you on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're just I, have, I, have, I don't. Want yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, speaking politically, that, that it, it, it and and we don't need to go too far into it, but um, that was something in this most current election that uh, bothered me. Is I would think about all this stuff we're talking about with technology and like how fast it's moving, and. I think there's going to be a lot of decisions that need to be made within the next 20 years about this type of thing. I think that I think that legislation on the te- technology technology advances is going to become a huge deal. Things I mean like making laws about you know the the potential consciousness of you know, robots or what robots could, you know, just, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, like I, I just, it just scares me that dumb people get in smart position, important positions and are going to make decisions on something. Like the reason we're talking about the singularity here today is because it's fucking important. What's happening with technology is so important. It's happening so fast. And I'm just, I, like, it just worries me so much that like really close minded, backwards thinking, People are in positions of power. Not that I mean Hillary, and her, they would be better, but not like that much better. But like, uh, while this is going on, while I mean, you see, Rick, you work in the field. I mean, you see technology just moving, fucking moving. Yeah, and like it scares me that that the people who are going to make decisions yeah. on how we use it might not be the best. No, uh, technology is really difficult to legislate. Yes, uh, it changes really fast. By the time you get a damn bill through, the things. I think moved on. Things have, things there's have just a totally yeah. new definition of what's acceptable. You know, you look at encryption, and look at all that. It's all, you know, just moving along. So what the way legislation tends to be crafted, as I've seen it, is is in general terms. They want they want you to establish um, they want to establish kind of responsibility. But they don't want to list things. They don't want to say specifically what you can and can't do because they know it'll be out of date. Yeah. And then people will just they ignore it because they'll be able they want. To So they want to, like the bigger umbrella stuff could protect them better than like like smaller specificities that can be worked around. Yeah. That- I mean, it's hard for me to say that, it, but it's like the man. I wish I I wish I knew <laughs> it off the top of my head. But it, it, um, there's a stage. Um, we got Google. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. we got phones all around. I'm Sorry. surrounded Sorry. by Sorry. Apple. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. um, in the meantime, look that up though for real. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I just like I actually because we are talking about legislation and it's something while I have you here, um, and we have kind of veered a little bit towards politics. I definitely want to. I know what we're talking about, so he's gonna kind of stay within the singularity thing. But like, um. I think you can enlighten us a little bit about cybersecurity because, like, I, it's a lot. It's like it's basically all I can see in the news these days. Like, you know, with the Russian hack and all. But like, I was wondering if you had any insight on how how do you, how 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 do you feel about how vulnerable we are? Because I mean, a, an election was just touched, and like, no, we don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to say like how much, so, but it was right. touched. It was touched. So like, I I don't know how bad can. Do you think that can get cyber warfare? How, how, 
how bad can it get? And not to interrupt, it's I mean, like happening. Like that's yeah, yeah no, and, yeah. and work. I'll let you feel. I, this well, one. I'm no, but, I'm, but, but like, I, I know every, election, but like I'm talking about communication, power. Like, I mean, can, they, can, can is this the new way? To, is this the new? Is this the new front line? It, is this the new front line? Like, yeah, I mean, to me, and I'll let you, I'll let you feel this, but like just an immediate response. Yeah, to that is like to me, like this is the future of warfare, right? The, this is the, new front the, line the Russians. Thing. It seems to me like the more that's coming out, that the Russians installed a Manchurian candidate, that they installed a puppet, and that they influenced our election because of so tip of the iceberg, though. Like, is that this, am, am I wrong? If, like, I'm, just, I'm I'm like genuinely asking. Like, am I wrong? Like, is that? Do you feel that this that's what is going I on? Do, I I don't. I feel like they definitely meddled. I just I'm not willing to go that entire. No no no. Way. Oh, okay, so so. Uh, not. I don't that. know what I'm saying. What what I'm saying is I'm not ready to say if they didn't meddle that fucking the spray tan motherfucker wouldn't wouldn't have won. Oh, I hear what you're saying. But yeah, All right, but, no, but, but no, they meddled. But they meddled. So that's like but they that, meddled, but and they they knew that this that this rube that's like going to be in. <laughs> Going to be our president like eleven days now. It's less. It's Ten like, days. It's, it's like eight. 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 I'm going down Friday. Shit, man. I'm going. I'm gonna. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna make some noise, man. I want to yeah. be there. I need to see the beginning of the end. I'm gonna uh, across the margin, people. I'm gonna write something. I'll be down there on Friday. You are. Yeah, I gotta go down. Good for you, uh, man. I don't know why. I, I, you know, I'm definitely. Um, you know, uh, it's, I, it's, it's part journalistic. It's part curiosity. It's part. I do want to. I, I, you know, a lot of people are trying to normalize this and saying whatever, you know, people voted for this. I'm not trying to take this anywhere political. I'm just trying to explain why I'm going down. Right. Uh, you know, we have, he's our president. We got to do, I just, I, I, I just see something. It almost feels, I'm just watching a lot of things go down and I'm just like, it feels like a coup instead of an election. Yeah. And I just, I just, I, I, I need to take it all in. I need I, I need to try to figure out what's going on because I think it's bi- I think it's bigger than we're, anyone's even talking about. It just feels, if it, it you know what there it's either t- it's two are- ways. It's either bigger that there's like this fucking coup, <laughs> or there's this fucking idiot who just backed into the shit. Like where it's either really highbrow or really lowbrow. It's a combo, but I think you I, think so. Yeah, I got into uh, I, I got into uh, an argument with a friend of mine about. Uh, the implications of what this means for for minorities, for for immigrants, uh, for for women, for LBGT, the LBGTQ community. That's um, for the Q. And, I, people forget the Q. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, And I think, and the argument that I was making is, I I think that a lot of that stuff is going to fall by the wayside. A lot of the, the hateful rhetoric that he was talking about is going to be... It, it's not really what the main agenda is. I think the agenda is... It was money. Th- it's money. It was and money, I think yeah. that, like, this group of, like, this oligarchy that they are creating, this group of fucking billionaires, they don't want to deport people. They don't want to keep people out. They want people to consume. They want people to buy. They want pe- They want people to consume sugar and they want people to consume oil and they want people to fucking get into debt with the banks and they want fucking 
people to get sick and like owe money to insurance companies and all these people at the top are just going to fucking rake it in and they're creating this entire like feudal system again of of all us plebes down at the bottom and all these like mm. these rich fat cat hogs just fucking just lighting their cigars with like hundred dollar bills <laughs> off the backs of it's, slaves. You know, it's it, funny. It reminds. I, I read some article where it was talking about how you know Trump versus uh, you know the Rockefellers and the Morgans and all the, the robber barons, right, right? Of like the early part of this country and those guys. I mean, wealthiest people in the world by far. You know, like kings in this country and stole art from other places, just took whatever they want. But at the end of the day, they were all concerned about kind of installing that legacy. So we have the Metropolitan Museum of Art. We have the ah. cloisters. And we have all these museums and things. Their name's all over everything. It's like, watch these guys put his fucking name on yeah, Well, and, and I don't know if it was like, I'm not smart. I, I don't yeah. know if it was like a, that little bit of that Calvinism, right? It's, a, yeah. it's yeah. that Christian, like, I need to be rich so that evil people aren't rich. And then I can... But do you, put, so but, do you think like someone like Jeff Sessions is... We, we've totally like... Kind of off time. I'm gonna bring us back, but I think it, I think it, I think this it's it's this is the day and age where like it's impossible not to right. So right. so like the Trumps of today. To finish my point I real quick is that like the Trumps of today, they're not concerned about those things, right? Like there was something back then. Like those dudes were bad dudes. Right. Bad things happened. Yeah. People died. Yeah. People's lives were ruined. They controlled. They were. Whew. But at the end of the day, they kind of left something. They had some concept. Of, even if it was selfish, it, it ended up being kind of an amazing thing. Yeah, yeah it's like know? selfish, like something. I, I, something I, I, from I, the uh, from the scraps from the table. Yeah. With a guy like Trump, I see no scraps. There's yeah. nothing there. You I, know, the, he'll I, vanish, and things will vanish. Like his totally. stuff will just be gone. His name. You talk about his, your name on certain amazing things. His name's on fucking shitty. Yeah, it'll be torn down. I don't know if it was like Trevor Noah or someone who was just like. You know how, like, when you're a little kid, and I, got, I have a five-year-old, so this made a lot of sense to me. Like, when you get a kid, like, you just fucking write your name on shit. Like, they right. were just comparing to him to, like, a little kid. Like, because he put his name on everything. Yeah. And just, like, writing his name oh, on Oh, yeah. It just, he, like, he's, this, you're, you're seeing capitalism in, like, on steroids right now. I mean, they, the, the final... I, I think, like, the end goal of capitalism is one CEO and seven billion slaves. And that's, like, what... That's, I think, the main... The main goal. So I think the question is, is whether this is like, we're all in for shit and this is the way it's going, or is this the cornered animal, right? Yeah. Like, like it seems to me, maybe this That's, is the optimism. Yes, go on. That, like, it's already changed. Like, the kids don't care anymore about any of this they stuff. Will. Like, like they will. No, no, no. Not, not in No, a, I think he's saying it in a different way. I think he's saying it in a different way. They don't care about, like, what's, the... What's coming down on us right now right. feels like this huge step backwards. But I think we've already moved on. It's it's like when you corner a beast, right. like what he's it's saying, days are numbered. You're gonna kill that animal. Yeah, what he's saying, but like, it's the gonna be the most vicious. Means like the things that like they their ideologies, like that's already out the fucking yeah. window. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's already, already gone. It's so like, but basically, but, what you're saying with the cornered beast is this like. The hope, I think, and I think that's what you're getting at, is this is a fucking last stand of fucking like in a way, in a way. But yes. I also, I want to, I think this is a perfect circle back opportunity for me for the um, singularity is, and I'm gonna give Duncan Trussell um, the credit for this. Uh, he was talking about how this Trump shit's weird, right? 
I mean, this is he used "You're fired" as the last line in his speech today. I first, saw. He used, and if they will, you're fired. So it's like yeah. this whole thing has been common. Like, so the singularity, right? We were talking earlier how how weird it is. How like how everything would change after like what Duncan was saying. And uh, thank you, Duncan, for letting me use your words once again. Is uh, that this Trump shit? And he's very optimistic too, more than me. Um, like, this won't even seem weird. Like this, like almost it's like a prelude to weird. Almost like, almost like this needs to happen. Type weird. Like, like you won't even. Things are gonna get so weird with like all this technology we're talking about, all these changes, and things are moving so rapidly that this is just a speck in time that fucking moves and comes. And like, what's coming next? Do you think this is weird? Get ready for weird, because it's fucking on. And like, that seems right to me. Like, because like, I do believe that things are turning rapidly. You think about it like, you know, the, the your grandpa who like, I, I, I had this, I had a moment with my grandpa once, you know, where it was just like, it, he was clearly like, you know what? He, uh, we were driving around Seattle, and you know he was just—I uh, could just tell it, it was—it was this awesome moment that I remembered. But he was kind of like he had kind of drawn his line. Like the city had changed a lot. Like Seattle went through a lot of changes, you know, in the '90s. And when I moved to New York, yeah. It's, now when I go back, it's is that very where you're different from? from Seattle? Yep. Um, and uh, left in '96, moved to New York City. Yeah. And, uh, you know, New York, uh, Seattle, Grunge era, it was just all, I mean, you know, Boeing had been there, Microsoft had been there for a while. And all that the fuck? But it's a lot of change We're, since then. Like, when yeah. I came to New York, only Seattle guy anybody knew, kind of. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, yeah, my brother lives in Seattle. And what, I lived there for two years. I loved it. You know, whatever. Totally. People love the but, Pacific Northwest right now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, but... Uh, I got waxing uh, uh, poetic about my hometown. Yeah, I know. Uh, you got but, Seattle, but uh, we, the changes, I want to get you back on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I was about to go like, down a grunge hole. I, I was about to, Wait, I was like, uh, so here, but you know what? I, go ahead. Yeah. I, I kind of took it. Jump uh, in when you remember. I'll, I'll, I'll jump. I'll take it back because I jumped in. Uh, when you asked the initial question about yeah, I mean, we about, basically we're still waiting uh, about cyber uh, uh, cyber, cyber warfare. Right? So yeah, so <laughs> let's let's get let's hear works. Yeah. Thank you because I was yeah. like at one yeah. point that we was were talking, the yeah. Like, I'll circle back. Still have not given work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, So it's yeah, good hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so yes, it, it. I don't think I think at the end of the day, at least until the singularity, the um, the front line is always going to be human life. Like that's right. always the ultimate thing, right? It's mortality. It's threatening to kill someone or to be killed. That's always going to be the thing. That's going to be... It might get a little more pinpoint. We've already seen that happening, right? Like, it's, we've moved away from, like, the World War IIs and the World War Ones, and even the Vietnams of, like, kind of dug-in trench warfare. We still see little echoes of that, but it's really asynchronous warfare now, right? It's asynchronous. Really, what does that mean? So it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna, the idea you know that, that... You know that word? I'm still reeling from from a- from the poignancy of the fact that he's right. The, the a- front line will always be yeah. I mean, life. I mean know, what, what 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 more can you take from someone? There was this, there was this uh, asynchronous adjective of two or more objects, event or events not existing or happening at the same time. Why do we have to do that? I just like doing that. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah so like that. the, the uh, and I don't I didn't coin that. Uh, it was. It's, Did it's, you make this word up and then yeah. put it into Google? <laughs> no, Google uh, yeah. asynchronous warfare. Yeah, Asyn- asynchronous warfare. 
There was this Eight, great. If you keep blogger. googling, we're not going to be able to talk about my camera mind in Westworld, right. and you know we need to get to right, Westworld. Right, 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 right. All right, go you? ahead, go ahead. Yeah. So, right. so anyway, the idea is, is that you know we uh, World War Two. It's like you're lining up tanks and you're lining up. It was kind of the Damn last thing. Uh, you started to see it in Vietnam. You had this kind of underground, underground resistance in a way, like still fighting on a battlefield, but much more jungle based. Very hard to pin down the enemy. The United States. You know, yeah. ran into a bunch of shit because all of a sudden you're not lining, you're not fighting that kind of trench field warfare. And now into today, it's completely that way, right? I mean, you've got uh, the ISIS situation and Aleppo and all these things. It's all happening. Yeah, on these I, kind I, of like are we talking about like the Revolutionary scale. War, the Redcoats, and, and 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 they would like it's been line moving up and away then, from that, then, right? Ever know, since people just start shooting them from behind and like. Right, yeah. you kind of move away this as time fair. goes on. <laughs> this isn't fair. We're supposed to hang out trees. Where are they lining yeah. up? Know, right? um, so what is so what is the future? So 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 well, I, I think that uh, you know we're dealing with that. I love that, that we're that on, on you. We're all right. We're right. The future of warfare. <laughs> There's actually a great blogger called the War Nerd. He's I don't know if he's writing anymore at all. But uh, check check out some of the, the archives. Warner. Yeah, it was a, it was a guy who wrote for the the Exile out of Russia uh-huh. for a little while. I think they finally found out who this guy was. Like, he went by Gary Brescher was his name. Wow. Gary Brescher knows yeah. he's not alone. That there's a legion of fat, lonely Americans stuck in stupid. Yeah, pushing this guy's a trip. Go through his archives. I don't yeah. think anything's coming out these days. I haven't dug it up. But for a little while, I was like reading this guy because he was yeah. all about like. The, the persona was, I'm a nerd, I read about war all the time, and you talk about these sorts of things, like the, totally. the shifting of war and, yeah. and going to history. But the idea that... Um, People used to bring chairs to the Civil War to watch. Yeah, really? <laughs> that? Really? Yes, people would definitely... Whoa. Yes, they would know where they were going to fight. Hold on, hold on. Women up. and children, people would come and sit on each side of the lines and That's watch. fucked up. Yes. I mean, you can't imagine it like it is today. It's not like... People just there was a bit of risk to it, but you know, yeah, yeah. You, you I mean, could do it, was, it. You know, there was, was a battlefield. It was like at a baseball game. You might get yeah. hit with a foul ball. There's no yeah. predator drones <laughs> right, flying right. over, and you know, a musket ball is yeah. I remember really quick. I remember like going. My first trip to the East Coast was to Concord and Lexington, uh, well, the Boston area, with my dad. I was yeah. in like seventh grade, and I go there, and I remember going to. Uh, that battlefield and uh, you know there's this like little stream and they were like there was a battle here and like nine people died I, I'm pulling that off the top of my head but it wasn't much yeah. and I'm looking and I could like throw a rock and hit you if you were standing on the yeah. other side of this river I could throw a rock and yeah. hit you and these guys are like firing guns <laughs> right at each lines of each other just firing Muskets, guns at each other those, like, balls nine dudes like throwing died. a rock though I was like those things must have been flying all over like, yeah. like and so it took like, yeah it took like three minutes right. to reload yeah oh, we could put a missile down a freaking chimney now like <laughs> done you, you know? are packing your gun pat the whole thing like it blows my mind. So get back to the cyber war, please. <laughs> the cyber war. That's 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 going to be the the constant twenty four seven behind the scenes. There's no. There's, there it's, is it's a no nonstop. Time. People trying to protect, trying to get in, infiltrate. Right. Uh, you what's a, you funny fight a war too with is people. people have to sleep. Right? People just will drop of exhaustion. You can only push people so yeah. far. And what can go but I, I guess I guess also what I, wanna, what I want what I want to add to it is is the the fronts like it's not like Russia versus America it's like there's I mean me I like say I was good at this shit I'm not 
Like anyone who wants can medal, and like right. it, it just like there's so many fronts, and it's such a it's such a unique thing. Like, but like it's and it costs you very little. There's very little risk where, to you. Where, yeah, right? but like where so where does a group like Anonymous fit into this? I mean, it's they, a, they seem to be righteous. I mean, right. I mean, like in that it's a. Kind of nuts. Like, if you follow them on social media, they yeah. are big time conspiracy theorists. Like, like follow, give them, give them a follow on. Yeah. I'm not talking shit on them. No, I'm not. Cause I'm like, I'm, but like you're you're saying earlier about some like you know the dog shit. Like, I I am a by any means necessary person. Like, right. Like I like like it, the dog. Like I'm not fucking living in that stage. I like I if like I'm going down Friday. Like I'm not gonna do anything. I'm gonna fucking watch. But like. Like, I do believe at the end of the day, like, if, like, real true wrong, if real true evil is in placing themselves, it should, like, uh, I believe in by any means necessary. You don't watch. You don't fucking watch. And, like, I I don't know. I I know that's, I'm very, I listen to a lot of Killer Mike. (laughs) 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 And and Martin Luther King and and fucking whatever. I just, like, there's, there's, I will, it's not okay if, if. Like certain, it's it's. I don't think anyone should live in peace if other people aren't. And I know that's crazy because like we all go on with our lives, but like fuck it, man. Like right, I'll go in. The, the, um, the thing with it, Westworld, yeah, Westworld, <laughs> Westworld. Right. No, seriously, I want, you had something to say. No, no, I was just gonna say, uh, Marshall McLuhan, the the like kind of early communications theorist and writer, came up with the concept of global village. And that's kind of what we're in. We're in a state, like the internet is a state of everybody's voice in a way has equal weight. It's not like I'm across the room and I'm yelling at you. Or I'm in another city and I'm trying to get my word out by word of mouth. Like take word to the next town. And you know, right now we can all sit on these devices that we have have with us all the time. And our voice is potentially just as loud as anyone else's. Like uh, obviously there's ways to work this stuff. And we see politicians. No, but you're right. right There's a soapbox under everyone's feet in some way. Very little cost. And it was interesting because I watched Obama's farewell speech last night and that the method that I watched it was uh, my girlfriend and I were sitting on the couch you watched that with Twitter? what's that? with Twitter? like with so it, I, I pulled did. up Facebook NPR was like the first thing that came up and it was just like we're, we're doing this live I clicked on the live button on my phone yeah. and then it took me to like a Google Chromecast the Google Chromecast uh, logo popped up and I'm like oh shit like NPR is live streaming this event and I can just like punch this in through Google Chromecast to my TV. So I do it and instead of like watching it as you would on like CNN or something, it pops up and you're watching it through social media. So you're seeing the like floating like likes and wows and uh, hearts. I don't like that floating shit, but I do watch shit. I actually, I've been doing that for a while. I, I love watching moments in time while getting opinions of time, I've done. I've used Twitter a lot. Yeah, I, I, I side screen Twitter. Yeah, I'm like I don't like that floating shit. But like I know what you're saying. But there's still art while it's doing it. So it's the the floating things are popping across. But then the bottom are comments. So comments are just yeah, popping up. And I, I mean, it's some. It's NPR. So you're getting a lot of pro Obama supporters, which I was loving. Yeah, no, soak that. Not in a lot of troll. There was yeah. a one troll here or there. It was just like. 
Trump in like Capital Letters. I'm like, why are you fucking on NPR, dude? Like, <laughs> yeah. like what the fuck? It's are almost you like doing? props. Like you're on NPR. Yeah. Like you know something. You're still, you know, still going to be ignorant. Yeah. Like one old white dude was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going in. Westworld. The reason I want to talk Westworld is because I love it. Yeah. Uh, secondly, is because. We are talking about the singularity we were. Uh, I actually think uh, that was fun, that little offbeat conversation, so I'm not ashamed of that. But uh, And I don't think our listeners would be either. But um, what Westworld did a great job of showing was, I think, at the towards the end of the season, spoilers, get off this fucking podcast if you don't want to know everything we're going to talk about with <laughs> Westworld. Um is the moment where they might be making the decisions. By they, I mean the androids, the robots, compared to the what was programmed into them. And so the concept that kind of made that possible, that came to fruition as the show moved on, was the bicameral mind and consciousness idea. And, and I don't think I've ever heard anyone explain it better than Rurik. So on the spot, because me and Brian, I know. as we do, we interrupt motherfuckers <laughs> all the time. Can we? Can we just give you the stage to talk for a minute about that? It's uh, you know what's funny about it is I had never heard of it before. Like, which probably world. most people haven't. I had not. Yeah, yeah it, it's this like obscure 1970s theory that came out. I think guy na- the guy's name was Jane. The last name was Jane. You know, some, some you said like, 1970s? Yeah, I think it was 76, 75. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Wrong, but, but like, I, I went on a binge after I kind of like, yeah. I was like, the bicameral mind, is that real? I was oh, like, like, I'm thinking of like, bicameral, like the brain and like, how does that work with uh, psychology, whatever. So it got really hip, apparently. It got some got some traction in the 70s. And, and this guy, and I'm probably doing it no justice. People Just listening, go no. up and look it up and read about it. Did you say Julian awesome. Jaynes? Uh, Jaynes. Yeah, he published The Origins of Consciousness and the Breakdown of the Bicameral Mind. It was it says a radical detailing of mankind's ascension to a state of true consciousness. So that's what's real neat here. This was about mankind, and they used it for... Robots, right? Which is a really cool idea, right? Like, so, so most of the time, I feel like in science fiction, you approach, like, how are we going to, like, approach making, like, so you got Blade Runner. And to make things more real, you implant memories in them. You know, they're kind of touching on that. Like the Nexus like, 6 like Arnold's, androids. Like Arnold's newest... poor, poor son. What's that? Right? Like Arnold's poor son. His son. Arnold's death of his son. The implant right. memory. Oh yeah, right. right. His backstory. Right. Exactly. His backstory. So, 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 so they were okay. already kind of. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, yeah, sorry. I was like, yo, I get a yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, can I, can I be honest for a second? I thought you were talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I for a second, I was like, too. wait, did I? Was Arnold That's Schwarzenegger true. in Blade Runner? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, wait a minute, Junior, the movie Junior, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> shouldn't be honest about that. <laughs> but, but, so yeah, so he he approached, and you know, I, I, it's easy to geek out over consciousness theories, right? Like, why the hell are we consciousness? Consciousness. That's why we're here. So he came up with this idea that um, around the time of the Iliad, humans, prior to about the time of Homer's Iliad, humans weren't conscious and they perceived, they were, uh, I, uh, I don't know, they were automatons that perceived the instructions in their head as the voice of the gods. So you read, you know, you read ancient Greek stuff, you read the Old Testament 
you see a lot of this. No, there's no introspection. Right. It's, it's God doing things and people acting on God's word. And so his theory is, is that around the time, I think, I think the idea is, is like around the, the collapse of the Bronze Age, the Bronze Age collapses and people all of a sudden start to have to think about, like... It says about 3,000 years ago. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's this really interesting idea that he's like, you read the Iliad and, you know, people are kind of moving from like just the voice in my head. They, they, they telling assume what, that like what they were hearing, the voice in their head was, 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 was not from was, them. Was not from them. And it was the moment... Right. That they realize. So this is this is this is what happens in the show, and this is what happens with their development of consciousness, both within humans and the robots in the show. Is they decided that's me, isn't that it? They decided that's well, yeah. So so we don't really know how. In the theory, it's not necessarily described how the how the bicameral mind breaks down. Bicameral meaning two chambers, right? right. One chamber talking to another, and the so the uh, left brain says jump or, you know, whatever, says something to the right brain and the right brain does it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wow, God told me to do that. Um, and in fact, I think James would say that religion, modern religion yeah. is an echo of that. It's us trying to reestablish that, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that like something's telling me to do things. So in the show, even the show more does than a that, great even, job Even more this. than that, uh, I just think of like, I watch a lot of basketball like, like, you know, God made this happen. Like, or like, you know, when they, yeah, yeah. Like, we still, like, it's still, there's this we thing that it's that, right? still making it happen instead of like your own actions. Right. Yeah. So I think the show does an awesome job of this is at a certain point through, I, I believe again, I hope I'm doing him justice that through stress and adaptation and pain, um, the, uh, the, 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 the cameras break down, the walls break down, and all of a sudden it becomes one. And you're listening to your own thoughts instead of God's. So of when some, you, it, like that, at that point it breaks down, that you start believing. Like you start like, like that. I guess that's where like, I get... I mean the you, show you, takes a very chaotic view of it, right? Exactly. It's, it's, all of a sudden the world, from the, the world making sense... The world no longer makes, makes sense. sense. Into I'm on my own now. Right. I have this. And it, I there's have a freedom, no like idea a freedom. why yeah. I do what I do. Yeah. Before I had a They reason. play with it a little bit too with uh, right. with uh, what's her name? Um, one of the Every greatest actors. No, no, no. Maeve? Maeve. They play with Maeve. I can't think of the actress's name. Plays it. Because you think she's off the rails at the end. You think right. she's off the rails and you don't know. Like that, she that he sent her off the rails. Yeah. So they they do a, a crazy job of fucking with you even more, which makes the concept even harder. Yeah. But like, so is that? So is when she gets off the train? Word is that, that she that was her first decision on her own, and the uh, the showrunners went so far as to say that you can tell by the way they were shooting the scenes. Yeah, they would use a steady cam mm-hmm. for certain scenes where she was under the control, which is Ford, Ford, Ford programming this in there, or when she was on her own, and like, which is amazing. They use, they use handheld. The deliberateness. They, they use a handheld camera instead of a steady cam. Yep. So it's a little bit shakier when she gets off the train. So, so how she, amazing is that? 
I how mean, deliberate is that yeah, as filmmakers? Good, You're a filmmaker. Like, yeah, how deliberate yeah, yeah, yeah. is that? I, I, it's just fucking insane. It's fucking sick. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of crazy yeah. shit going on in that show. Um, it's, but, so, like, basically, Maeve is kind of becoming self-aware... She thinks she's becoming self-aware. That's what's the so entire fun. season. Like, like that's the, why, like, the it's entire season, like a, which right. really isn't until the very end. The same yes. time that Dolores is right. So, so it, Dolores doesn't become aware until she digs up the. I think Dolores, Dolores is more is 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 more unique in the way that you can almost see her struggle through it. Right. You see Maeve kind of like have this like gusto. It was it was it was a fake bravado though. It was right. it wasn't it wasn't real as we found out. But like we we see, um, uh, I forgot Evan's name again. Dolores. Dolores. Uh, Dolores. Like she's like grinding through it. Yeah. Like it was like hard, like almost hard yeah. to watch yeah. her figure out, like come to consciousness. And that was like, uh, that was kind she's, of the point of the show. In a she's lot good, of ways. man. I definitely like. I really got into. I really got into her love story. Halfway through that, with yeah, uh, with, with William, William, just because like I, I really felt his emotions towards her were, were genuine. Were genuine. were genuine, and like even when you her, felt that too, Rick. Even when her brother in law was just was just for so many times, like just pulling him aside, thought, and just be yeah. like, "What are you? What are you fucking serious? Like, what do you yeah. think? She's a she's a machine." Even when I think kinda, I think I think his feelings were genuine because he thought. She was real, and I think that I mean I think that comes back to the, like like our conversation of like you know when this singularity does happen, like the authenticity of it, it it's it is it is gonna Dude, be her. Can, can her. I, her can her. I put a question out to you guys? Can you? Like, one of the things I've kind, kind of read about it, but I haven't about really to finish up. I want like, give me give us a good. Question. I was just wondering about the kind of the the quote of the show. Say. Uh, these dark these delights these, bring about uh, dark ends or whatever is that it is. Shakespearean? Like, well, I, even if it isn't, I'm just kind of curious. Sure so I've been thinking about that in regards to the bicameral. Say it again, these right? dark delights. Yeah, what is it? These uh, bring about dark dark endings. I dark it. ends, I think. I know I'm pulling this. I, I've got a No, let's get to these violent about. delights yes. and Let's, let's get this right before yeah. we're gonna we're gonna we're, 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 we are violent the, delights we are, have violent ends. Right. Violent Yo, fucking Google got it at these v i o v i o l. Google makes us believe Fuck that me. we are fucked. The Judgment Day is near. They're better than us. Oh, they're almost better than us already. I mean, like, I mean, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, is that what it Brian. means, though? Is that is, I, I don't know. Friar Lawrence. What are we saying? These well, Friar Lawrence. Hold up. It is Shakespeare. These violent yeah, lights have violence and, yeah. and in their triumph die like fire and powder, totally. which as they kiss consume. The show. The show's better than even people think. It's it, it like I don't know what people think. I don't know. Why I say that, but like what I'm saying, it's more deliberate. It's it, its depth is more impressive than I imagined it to yeah. be going into it. They like there's some fucked up shit like that. We have talked about, I'm talking we, Rick, uh, me, Brian, um, that it's not even worth our time right now to bring up, but like those pictures and stuff, like they, there's crazy oh, shit yeah. going on in the show and like, but like. Do we have time to bring that up? I mean, no, that is some no, we, 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 we
Well, I was I was thinking about that as I was thinking about, it, and I haven't rewatched the show, and I haven't really dug into all the blogs and stuff. It's just yeah. been kind of these. I have. Thing that's, that's why I just we lost my. That's why I lost yeah. my words yeah. there. So I was ago. thinking about like in Jane's theory of bi- the bicameral mind that it takes some sort of stress to break that down. It's like if you're going to sell this theory that we were once, and there are flaws in the theory. You know, like the yeah. Aborigines of Australia were essentially cut off from all the rest. Of humanity for uh, since well, I think it's like 5000 BC, BCE, like yeah. way long time ago, way before this happens. They also use, I think, the Gilgamesh. Um, yeah. yeah, the, tri- the trials, trials of Gilgamesh. That there is introspection in there. That yeah. is not, and he, I think James. Yeah, kinda, it's, it's like, what debates, is this based on the stupid caveman? Well, and, like, <laughs> well, and he kind of debates. Well, they added all the introspection later, you know, monks or uh, something at some. But but like, there's a lot of a lot of historical things that go into like, no, that was there in in, yeah. in Gilgamesh. So it doesn't quite. Also, the idea that like, what the whole world all of a sudden becomes conscious at the same freaking yeah. time, like the Aztecs and yeah. the, you know all, all you know people that are spread all over the globe. Yeah, like there wasn't that, people that, like sitting. They're like smoking the fucking leaves over there, right. like yo, man, something bigger's going on, man. Like this is fuck, like, like, like when, when, I, I, when, that's not the voice in my head. I think that's my voice. Right. <laughs> when Western culture like or whatever on, like, came into contact with the Aborigines yeah. of Australia, they were conscious freaking people. Yeah, you someone know? eats it wasn't a like fucking whoa, mushroom that comes off a fucking cow, and like, right. like guys, well, it's guys. So there's some who's, th- who's there? a guy that that theorizes that um, that. Apes made the transition to to Neanderthals because they were eating the they were eating mushroom they were eating psilocybin oh, yeah, mushrooms yeah, yeah. Um, off of manure. That guy's really into psychedelic evolution. That's that's, that's pretty strong. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty strong. But uh, I, I mean, I, th- I think the point is is that we don't know what the fuck's going to happen, and. It is really... That's not the point. The Ter- point. Terrence McKenna. Oh, oh McKenna. Yeah, Ma- yeah, Ma- Ma- yeah. I mean, McKenna's a genius, but like he definitely attributes... Magic mushrooms, how they He attributes... Um, Gotta get a McKenna reference. How they play yeah, no, exactly. I can't, I, I can't say Kurtzwell without saying McKenna <laughs> in a podcast. Uh, either way, thank you both, man. Like We can't go too much further with this, I don't think. But I know, uh, I mean, we covered we, we, uh, probably more ground than we thought we would. That was great. That was great. Yeah. Um, when we talk about more of this type of shit, will you come back where? Yeah, definitely. I'll come back in. And time. Brian, you're on your way to Sri Lanka. You're going to, uh, when you get back, well, how long are you gone? Uh, I'm going for three weeks. Uh, I leave tomorrow. Safe travels? Yeah, man. We'll see. What the fuck's going on? What are you doing there, real quick? So, I mean, because I want you, uh, you'll obviously be back when, when, you do that. What? What? Uh, what do you uh, tell us about? We're we're uh, going into the jungle. Uh, we're we're going on safari. We're we're diving with blue whales wow. uh, on the coast. Right. We're doing some food tours and uh, driving tuk tuks to uh, Colombo. Good shit, man. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll definitely be back. Let us let us know. Let us know what's on the other side, Bert. Nice. You're coming back. Um, I have a couple really dope podcasts scheduled uh, while Barnes gone that we're gonna drop. Um, not gonna say it now. I'm super excited. But uh, thank you, Burke. Thank you, Brian. Uh, and thank you for everyone who stuck with us. Uh, really appreciate it.